Uh, our summer place is in the Berkshires, just there. Battles throw away from Tanglewood. Back at Crabapple Cove, we had a great summer home. It was the back porch of our winter home. Well, ta-ta, I'm off to lunch. On the way out, I hope I don't fall in the moat. Hey, MASH fans, welcome back to another episode of the MASH 4077th podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as usual, my good pal, Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 11, Episode 10, UN, The Night and the Music. It's the 250th episode overall, directed by the one and only Harry Morgan. Written by Elias Davis and David Pollock, originally aired on January 3rd, 1983, and the production code is 9B06. Boy, this leg's a mess. They said he was lying in the mud for at least a day. Punch for him and an aspirin for me. Rosie the Riveter is logging some overtime in my head. How many more wounded left? That's it, unless you want to count me. It was inevitable, Klinger. Carrying the weight of that nose all these years finally snapped your neck. Nah, my muscles tightened up. I must have slept in a draft. Oh, Colonel, that group from the UN is here. Great gopher holes, it slipped my mind. Make that two aspirin. Uh, can I have your attention, please? Let's have a little quiet here. Oh, that'll do, Major. I'm sorry, sir. The UN has sent some folks from various countries to tour our medical facilities. The tourists haven't stopped since this war got four stars in the Michelin Guide. Please let me get through this, Pierce. I want to go lie down. They're here to take a 24-hour look-see at how a mass unit operates. You gotta watch this dirty wound for gangrene. Honeycutt, you've got some serious doctoring to do. The rest of us, since we don't have any decent excuses, we'll all guide them. And the plot summary for this episode, three UN delegates come to the 4077th and make a lasting impression on members of the camp, while BJ treats a patient whose leg injury may require amputation. And, of course, this is post-op. From here they go on to the evac hospital in Seoul. When was the last time the dressing was changed? Uh, Captain Video to Major Houlihan, over. When was the last uh, time? This morning. Uh-huh. Thank you. Captain Pierce is our chief surgeon. Major Houlihan, our head nurse. This is Captain Ramurti Lal of the Indian Army. Dr. Randolph uh-huh. Kent from England. Mr. Perry Johansson, a UN delegate from Sweden. Oh, Sweden. Oh, I've always wanted to visit Sweden. I hear the scenery is so tall. Uh, uh, thank you. Captain Lal and Mr. Johansson will share the VIP quarters. Dr. Kent will bed down with you in the medic's bunkhouse. Well, it's not exactly Buckingham Palace, but every morning we do have the changing of the mice. Ah, I see you make use of humor as a weapon against war. Why don't you all get settled in your quarters? What we charitably refer to as lunch will be coming up in half an hour. And then coming up again in two hours. That was a good one, too. If you gentlemen will follow me. And our guest stars, we start with George Inns. He played Dr. Rudolph Kent. George was born on March 8, 1938 in London, England as George Peter Inns. He's an actor known for The Italian Job in 69, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World in 2003, and Stardust in 2007. Hmm. And Dennis Hollihan plays Per Johansson. Now, Dennis Hollihan was born on November the 7th, 1942, in Stamford, Connecticut, as Dennis John Hollihan. He's an actor and legal representative known for Scarface in 83, Halloween 2 in 81, 
and General Hospital in 1963. He was previously married to Loretta Sweet and Wiley Delaney O'Hara. Mm. Nice. All right. Then we have Kavi Raz, who played Captain Ramanuti Lal. Kav is an award-winning actor, producer, writer, and director. He was the first actor of Indian descent to appear in a major TV series as a regular. Saying elsewhere, that award-winning medical drama in which Kavi appeared as Dr. Rajaj Kushner aired during the early to mid-80s on NBC. He just looks so familiar to me, and I love Saying Elsewhere, so... That's cool. Yeah. I had no idea. I think he, I think he's one of those actors who ends up playing. You know, oh, we need a, an, an Indian chap. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Let's get let's yeah. hire him. <laughs> yep. Um, David Packer plays Private Lumley. Now, David Packer was born on August the twenty fifth, nineteen sixty two, in Passaic, New Jersey. I hope I've said that right. Uh, he's an actor known for Almost Heroes in ninety eight, Strange Days in ninety five, RoboCop in nineteen eighty seven, and the sci fi drama V in nineteen eighty three. I loved him in V. I added that, mm. by the way, because he was—he's such a bad. He's a turncoat, so he was so good in that that miniseries. Oh right, okay. And those two films, Strange Days and RoboCop, are also brilliant movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's been in some good stuff. And of course, we have Kelly Nakahara returning as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato, and Bill Snyder returns as the bartender. And Sherry Sabab returns as Lieutenant Sherry. And Bridget Chandler plays Nurse Bridget. Now, she appeared in three episodes of MASH during the 1983 run. Very cool. Well, if the complications are just minor, then how come a second trip to the OR? Union rules. Don't worry. We just have to clean out the wound again. Okay, whatever you say, Doc. Do you have a moment, Dr. Pierce? Sure. Uh, Captain... When we were in the mess tent, I sensed that uh, you are not happy with the attention Major Houlihan gives me. Margaret and I are just friends. Have yourself a hell of an evening. I see. Uh, you don't look very happy for a guy who's about to feel the earth move without the aid of artillery. Uh, can I talk to you in, in private? Captain, under normal circumstances, I would be overjoyed at the prospect of spending an evening with Major Houlihan. But? Uh, her, her intentions uh, only serve to present me with uh, an embarrassing and frustrating situation. What's the matter? Are you married? Oh, I'm afraid not. What's the problem? When I first came to Korea a year and a half ago, uh, I was involved in an unfortunate accident. A jeep in which I was riding drove over a landmine. Uh, I was wounded. Nerve damage has left me impotent. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will start us off. I gave this an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? It, it, it wasn't much of an episode. I mean, not a ton of things happened. It was, you know, these three UN ambassadors come... They check out the MASH unit. You know, they, they all have their own little quirks. You know, they all have some issue. I did like, you know, I, I liked all of them. I thought they were all interesting mm. characters. I really enjoyed, the, you know, the, the one that Margaret was in love with. Yeah. Or fell, you know, was fascinated. You know, uh, uh, she was... Fancied. I don't know, fancied. Yes, I was going to say, she wasn't in love with him, but you no. know what I mean. But I liked the fact that, you know, he had an injury and was impotent. and uh, But I liked how that storyline played out. And I love Hawkeye trying to help the guy with mm. her, you know. And the fact that 
once she realized it, she still wanted to be with him. Yeah, and it's I, beautiful. I, I loved that moment that, you know, mm. when she, it, the realization, you just see, and it, again, it's Loretta Swift's acting. The realization of what's going on, she understood, and the fact that that didn't matter to her, she just wanted to spend the night with him, which mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, there's so much you can do besides <laughs> having intercourse. So, oh, of I course. Mean, <laughs> Come on. I mean, I mean we've, got, we've got lots of things that we can do. <laughs> And but it's I like often how the, better. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I liked how that storyline played out. I loved that that we had that little tender moment with Margaret, and then she mm. understood and accepted. And I love that you know at the end when you know Hawkeye says you know how was it, and she said uh, she she looked all dreamy, like it was an amazing mm. night. So I really enjoyed that. The whole yoga stuff was funny. I guess it really didn't you know there wasn't much for those characters to do other no. than. They all had issues, and then I guess yoga solved it all. And I'm not a big yoga person. I tried it, and it's extremely difficult. <laughs> so <laughs> I was never into yoga. But, you know, I mean, it was, it was something for those characters to do. I really enjoyed the whole Charles and his, his ambassador mm-hmm. storyline. Uh, I thought it was funny. Uh, I love the fact that this guy, you know, was more pompous and more snooty than Charles was. And I love that he was looking down upon Charles which is what Charles does all the time. So yeah. it was nice for him to get uh, some payback. Uh, the fact that this guy is a son of a butler, and he, even though he did all these things, he was still a servant's child, was funny. Yeah. I just like that little zing uh, that they did. I loved that Margaret thanked Hawkeye at the end. Yes, thank you. why he was interceding with, you know, with her trying to get with this guy. Yeah. So they had a really nice moment there. But yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of, ton of notes. It was those basically those three stories. Oh, I guess and then obviously, which I was, I don't know if that would be the main story. The guy, uh, David Packer's character, Lieutenant Lumley, and his yeah. leg, yeah, uh, which played out really well, you know, because BJ was feel, it was beating himself up about it because you know he knew there was a potential to to have to ha- amputate it, and he didn't tell him before it happened. You know that the possibility. He was like, "Oh, you'll be fine. It's all good." But then I love the fact that the guy understood. It yeah. Was, you know, he he kind of realized it already. You know, they're not stupid. Yeah. They he know he that, knew from the start that yeah. something was going on. Yeah. He's getting all the extra attention. He was, you know, he knew something was going on, and they're not dumb. So that was, you know, I did like how that resolved. That it wasn't, you know, even though BJ felt bad about it, the guy took it really well, and you know made a joke about it really at the end mm. so yeah i mean it was a nice it was just a nice solid episode and i think that's why i gave it an eight just because i did enjoy it. it had these really great character moments with you know with bj and with Hulahan and with hawkeye and Hulahan and I, they had these little nice sweet moments and you know that's what i live for these really sweet character moments so yeah so eight out of ten for me how about you yeah i gave it the same actually i gave it eight out of ten um oh, nice. I, I, yeah and I, the thing is is that it, the, the only reason why i gave it eight out of ten was purely for the margaret line with mm. uh, margaret roll because i thought that was such a beautiful storyline and mm-hmm. wonderfully played by Loretta and also Dennis Hollihan. I thought they both they both pulled it off really well. I thought his whole whole performance of of you know he's resigned himself to this you know condition unfortunately that he's got, and you know he's kind of thinking well you know I'll just best not get any contact with any woman, and that's you know that's the best way to Which be. Is crazy. And he takes, yeah, it's but I can understand it being being a you know being a bloke. Let's face it, being a bloke, uh, <laughs> you, you you know it doesn't it doesn't matter what what kind of sexuality you have. 
you know, your, your gonads are, your, you know, they're your, yeah. your, your, yeah. you know. No, that's, I understand what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like people driving an automatic. We all know that little bit of a banker. <laughs> 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 you want to you you gear shift, don't you? And, uh, and, uh, and, but I thought it was really well done, the fact that he, he wants to get to know Margaret better. And he, he, he really kind of like, this is the first time someone's took, you know, he's dropped his guard down. And yeah. the fact that Hawkeye, he's really conscious of all that and trying to help out. But the fact that it's so beautiful that Margaret, you know, goes, no, I still want to stay, you know, with, yep. we can yep. do a lot of stuff and have a good time. <laughs> and you presume they did have a good time. The fact that he comes out thinking, you know what, I'm, you know, these hands are made for stroking. Let's go for it, baby. <laughs> but it's just, it's just so really well done. You know, there's comedy in there, but it's also, this is the, what MASH always does really well. The other storylines, I, I couldn't really care less at all. Um, I, I really do get angry. I don't get angry, but the whole, I do get annoyed by the, the Ranoff Kent character mm-hmm. because he seems to talk with this kind of, and even though He's, he's he's an English actor and he's he does the you know he's in the Italian job he takes a big big role in the Italian job but you know he's got this kind of like his jaw juts out and he's like oh my you know this is what we yes, have and it's it's like Boris Johnson you know and you're kind of thinking oh lordy and I still don't quite know if he is posh because at the end he goes hey and then for some reason he's a Londoner like he comes from London so he should be able to do a fair fair income Cockney accent but then he goes. And then there, Charles, you've been taken over by a chauffeur. And you're there going, hold on a minute. Is, is, it, is this your accent now? Or is it? Or your, are you actually posh? You know? and, and that's the only thing that I couldn't quite get over. I do like seeing Charles being brought down. A, <laughs> I do like seeing Charles being brought down a pick or two. It's always good, especially when he gets to place in Leon Rung. And, uh, and, and then, he, you know, as this other guy goes, yeah. oh, it's a place where second village tourists go, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And trust me, if you, if you, if you go to Leon, it's... It's a lovely place to go. Um, and the brandy and all that. You know, the whole, um, the, the other character, it's good to see an Indian actor on there. You know, it's always good to see. And I like the mm-hmm. fact that Potter does kind of find, um, you know, uh, uh, meditation, yoga, yes. I suppose, more than anything. Really, it should be meditation, not yoga. Um, but still, yes. hey, I'm not going to argue about that, but that's the way it is. <laughs> um, but if, if it was just those those three as the main storyline I, I think I really I probably would have gone down to a five I have to be honest with you but it was only for the fact that the, the main storyline that held this, this episode together was so good and so well acted uh, and so well directed I have to give give kudos to, to Harry Morgan there um, mm-hmm. that I, I gave it an eight very very cool yeah <laughs> totally, totally agree with you yeah how am I going to tell him you always seem to find a way Not for this I kept telling him everything was going to be okay. I never prepared him. You can't always know. I knew there was a damn good chance he was going to lose that leg. I just couldn't bring myself to face it. We've all gotten to be experts at not facing things. See that? Nice family, huh? Wife, little girl. Remind you of anybody you know? He showed me that yesterday, and uh, from that point on, I, I put myself in the picture bring myself to believe that he might lose the leg. Uh, so you gave it an 8, I gave it an 8, and IMDB gave it a 7.6, so it's all roundabout, pretty pretty roundabout the same, yeah, I think. Yeah, pretty, pretty close, yeah. yeah it's nice yeah. when they when we get close to IMDB, you know. <laughs> it, it validates our numbers. No, no, that's not true. I don't care what IMDB says. No, we don't care. What you're... <laughs> no, yeah. It's just IMDB. It's just true. hundreds of people. 
So, but that's nice. It's nice. Seven point six is good. I would have preferred a little bit higher. I think. But again, I understand why. Because like yeah. you know, like I, we both mentioned, it, the you know it had a few solid stories, but the majority of it was just kind of uh, just good, not great. Om Mani Padme. Colonel. Om Mani Padme. Colonel. Yes, Pierce. Well, I had come in here in the hope of finding someone with whom I could have a nice, intelligent conversation, but I see you're in no position to do that. Pierce, you seem a trifle edgy. I've gone over the edgy. There's an international conspiracy to drive me crazy. Back in the swamp, the upper crust are toasting each other. Meanwhile, the head nurse is busy trying to yump on someone's yiminy. And I come in here only to find my complaints are falling on deaf feet. Forgive me, Captain. But only through accepting others for what they are will you find true inner tranquility. You have to respect the man who looks you square in the toes when he talks to you. The great Guru Ramdas could not have said it better, Max. Uh, your neck, has it improved? A lot. Never had an energy flow like this. Why fight it? I might as well go crazy and be inconspicuous. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I have the first one here. Meds kind of mentioned this in Dennis's uh, bio. Uh, Loretta Swit met her husband, Dennis Holohan, while filming this episode. I had no idea that was her husband. That was cool. They had good chemistry, so I understand. Uh, where their characters are romantically involved. Yeah, well, the fact that they met each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they met so each other on this is kind of like, yeah, you know, and it's, uh, as I said, the, the two names are very, very similar. It- the last name, Holohan, is phonetically very similar to her character's last name, Houlihan. Houlihan, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's so funny that she wound up being a Holohan and she played the character Houlihan. Yeah, it's like, uh, so it's, a bit like ma- it's a bit like marrying your stalker on that aspect, isn't it? <laughs> 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 um, the title is from the song You and the Night and the Music by Howard Dietz and Arthur Schwartz. Are they to do with Disney, I think? I think they uh, might be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's, a, that's a guess. It's a guess. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, email us if you know the answer. Or one no, of don't, 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 don't bother. <laughs> Save your fingers, people. <laughs> Hawkeye mentions that Joseph Stalin had recently died. Stalin died on March 5th, 1953. So it's kind of placing this episode towards the end of the war. You know, you know what I thought about doing I don't think I will do it because I think everyone has intentions of doing it is going back to episode one of MASH and watch them all again, which is what I tend to do anyway. But uh-huh. make notes on timelines, any kind of specific things and looking at comics and looking at, you know, yeah, um, I, I would Mad Magazine and all that. Something is out there. It's been out for 40 something years. You think someone would have done that by now, but I have not been able to find anything. I think it's just such a task. Yeah. That trying to link it all together would be quite annoying, yeah. maybe. But who knows? <laughs> if, would, I think it'd be really cool to have yeah. some sort of document or, you know, something that notates everything. Yeah. So, who knows? Oh, my, maybe. Maybe, maybe we'll get the listeners to do that and then we'll just leave we off go. the coattails of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Hawkeye mentions the war getting four stars in the Michelin Guide. The highest possible rating of the Michelin Guide is only three stars. Referenced by Hawkeye, Captain Video and his Video Rangers is a television series from 1949. What's the matter? I, uh, I'm sorry. I'm really very tired. I would like to go to sleep. I don't understand. Please. Please go. I thought we were getting along so well. We are, believe me. I, I, I think you're warm... Wonderful, very attractive woman. 
I enjoy your company very much. Then why are you so anxious to have me leave? You know, I would really very much like to stay. Margaret, nothing would make me happier than to spend the night with you, but I can't. Not with you or any other woman. What? I've, uh, I've had an injury. I was wounded. Believe me, often I have longed for the affection of a woman, the physical contact. This is the first time since I was hurt that I've let myself get so close to a woman. I'm sorry. Oh, no, please, please don't apologize. I, I'm the one who should be sorry for putting you in such an awkward situation. Oh, no, you had no way of knowing. So, why don't we just Say good night. I'd really rather not. If you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to stay a while and talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be very nice. Let me get you another drink. Oh. What? what what's the matter yeah, now? I, I just realized that shortly, uh, Captain Lyle will be returning to go to sleep and... No problem. We can continue this conversation in my tent. I don't have any roommates. Uh, fun fact, The Life You Save was originally scheduled to air on Monday, March the 30th, 1981, the day of President Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt. Oh um, CBS pulled it, thinking that the audience was already reeling from the day's events and Winchester's brush with death would have been too much. This episode aired six weeks later as the season nine finale. Oh, okay. Interesting. I remember that episode, too. I don't care who your parents are. You can take your father's villa and stuff it. <laughs> Why so funny? It isn't my father's villa. It's my father's employer's villa. What? Father is the butler. When I was old enough, I became the chauffeur. It helped put me through medical school. But uh, you told me that... I told you the truth. I summered in San Remo and wintered in Sussex. You assumed the rest. Well, you encouraged the assumption. And why not? It was such fun to submit you to derision and watch you crawl back for more. I did not. You most certainly did. You assumed that only people of wealth and breeding have any taste or class. Well, mates, you have been outclassed by the son of a bloody butler. Trivia time. Last episode's question. What was the name of the colonel who transferred Winchester to the 4077th? And the answer, Horace Baldwin. This episode's trivia question. What is the name of the episode where the crew buries a time capsule? Ooh. Yeah, we haven't talked about that episode yet. It's coming up. Yeah, well, in a, in a, the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and email us at mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Can you hear me? Yeah.
you doing, Captain? I'm doing okay. How am I doing? Well, you're gonna make it now. But I'm, uh, I'm afraid, uh, all the news is not good. It's my leg. There was nothing else I could do. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't prepare you for this, but, uh... I had a feeling all along, you know, just from the fuss you guys were making. Is there anything I can do? Yeah. You could do me a favor. You name it. Don't tell my wife, okay? See, I love to go out dancing on Saturday nights. She likes to stay in. And if she ever found out that I had a wooden leg, she would hide it just to keep me at home. You can find MASH 4077 Podcast all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH 4077 Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching facebook.com slash mash4077podcast or just type in mash4077podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to mash4077podcast all over the interwebs you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we're on Spotify. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at patreon, patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. I think we both... Enjoyed it. I think uh, the BJ story was a saving grace, and then the Houlihan stuff was amazing. Yeah, I think that's what saved the episode for us. In, in the end of the day, this is actually a three, a triangle episode. There's three storylines going on in one yeah. one go, which is a rarity, really. So clearly, they thought that the the two side stories weren't strong enough to hold it. And I yeah. think it's probably right, actually. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, I'm Kenny, and I'm Simon, and we'll be seeing you, Captain Law. I'd have been out here earlier to say goodbye, but I went extra innings with the Sandman. I want to thank you from the bottom of my head. And my neck feels great, too. Oh, anytime I can be of service to you, please feel free to call me. Well, goodbye, all. I shall treasure this experience hours. Why don't you uh, let him drive? He's a professional. <laughs> Goodbye, dear Margaret. Goodbye, pair. Keep in touch. So, evidently, you had a nice evening. Oh, I certainly did. He's a wonderful man. And you! Thanks for trying to be a jerk. Oh. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant. The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. 
King Arthur had his round table for his knights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. Fast cars, flashy clothes, big money, heavy players, and the hot Miami scene. These were the main ingredients that made Miami Vice one of the most innovative shows of the 1980s. Journey with Tim and Mark as we take a peek into the drama series with an MTV feel on the Vice of Miami podcast. You could find the Vice of Miami podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. Or you could check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Vice of Miami Podcast. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved.